welcome to the Woodstock Podcast. Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Woods Talk podcast with me, freelance window licker Rory Woods, and my special guests, hashtag plural, the hosts of the Popped Curinals podcast, returning guest Jordan Robinson. Jordan, how are you? I'm f- fucking fantastic. Glad to be back. You should be. And first timer on the Woods Talk podcast, Heather Anderson. How's it going, Heather? Hi, Grant. I'm hopped up on sugar free Sprite and ready to chat shit. Off the Norks it's... on Sprite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, is is not yeah, all Sprite sugar free now. No. no well i lied um i wanted to sound healthy this is full sugar sprite kind of i don't like i water, don't i genuinely but... i i don't think they do full sugar sprite anymore really sugar's like always the second ingredient yeah that's what, that's what you think that's what they want you to think i thought bamboozled by big sprite no because yeah i'm almost sure because when i was working in the points that are i was like where's all the regular sprite and then they were like this is the only sprite we do now and it's no sugar and that's like, gaslighting what? and i don't like it <laughs> yeah that's psycho shit man. <laughs> of their own agenda but i i thought it was just something along the lines of you can get it but it's dear do you know what i mean you can get stuff with sugar you know the way when you go to mcdonald's it's like 20p more to get actual like coke with sugar in it yeah, do you know what I mean? So I, I didn't realize that that just that news just swayed past me. I don't know how I've got this far in life if I'd known that. I mean, um, like, if the Tories want me to vote for them, number one, <laughs> just put more sugar in drink. That's all I want. <laughs> do you reckon the Tories would be a good name for a band? Do you know what I mean? The, t- the or, Tories, live from Voodoo. Yeah, but is it like spelled D A Tories, like Frankie the Tory, and it's just like a jockey themed, um, <laughs> like ska band? Because I would go see them. Like, I, I really would. I was thinking more uh, T O R E E E E E Z. The Tor- the Tories because they're clearly going to be doing hip hop. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they're opening for Heavy D and the Boys and Voodoo. Next. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the only rap reference I have. I don't listen to a lot of it. Heavy D and the boys. Yeah, Jeff still spinning yeah. records or what's happening? Warren G. He's a good lad. And him and Gina and Kenny, the full family, all there. <laughs> so I'll come to you first, Teller, because the last time Jordan was on this podcast, these were just about to kick off. Pop kernels, I believe, wasn't that right, Jordan? Just eat your apple, sure. Oh, it's a, it's a peach. It's a peach. Of all things to eat on a podcast. <laughs> I know it's possibly the worst thing. Squelchy and crisp yeah. food. Squelchy and pretentious. Just the Jordan Robinson the story. <laughs> don't, don't even chew. Just let it sort of slowly go down like a snake eating a fucking butternut squash. <laughs> like a pelican situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So the last time you were on, Jordan, you were like, me and Hillary starting a podcast soon. And you were telling me. Don't sound like that, but yeah, pretty yeah. much. If it was, if I was deliberately doing a bad impression, I nailed it basically. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, 100%. But from yeah, your point yeah, of view, Heather, easily you... kind of accent into it as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we started that. Fuck, I don't know, Heather. How long ago was it? I mean, every day feels like the day before, so it could have been a week, could have been two years. <laughs> An recorded... amount of time has passed. <laughs> we recorded two episodes. 
we've uh, two episodes, 20 episodes, uh, and released like 15, 16, seven numbers, the letters All of the mass. numbers, yeah. But uh, so, for anybody that doesn't know, Heather, if you can describe popped kernels to anybody that mightn't have listened as yet, films ever heard of them? The podcast, <laughs> if you haven't yeah, checked but- out films before, get on it ASAP. <laughs> Ever heard of films? Ever heard of Letterboxd? If you've never heard of Letterboxd, email them and get them to sponsor us. <laughs> that's all that I need. There has been no movement on the Letterboxd sponsorship of anybody. If there's any cross demographic between <sighs> podcasts, we'll no. And we just want it so bad. And I think that's why it's not happening, is because we want it that much. Yeah. It is good, though, that finally somebody's talking about films on the internet because nobody else has ever done that. So know, fair play sure. to you two. Yeah, pioneers. distinct lack of opinions. Yeah. Who, who... Owner that market, baby. <laughs> Bring on the dollar. Who do you think, I'll come to you first, Tyler, what's the worst type of film fan? Is it like comic book nerds or is it sci-fi nerds or like horror nerds? Very specifically, anyone who like really fucking loves Tarantino. Right. Okay. Niche, but okay. Oh my god! What? If I have to sit like in a smoking area and listen to your mom be like, "Hey, you should watch Pulp Fiction. It's really cool." I'll be like, "Wow, never heard of it. You're a real maverick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it um, Tarantino in general? Annoy? Like, do you not just not rate him, or is it the fans that only be like, "I'm a massive Tarantino fan," but it's always Pulp Fiction. It's like the most vanilla mainstream answer you could give there's never any niche people going i actually quite like jackie brown you know what i mean is it like yeah that? yeah like, jackie brown. i got like jackie Brown's i i really like old tortellini but like <laughs> it's just i don't know what it is it's just his, his fan base in general i'm like have you ever looked out the window like seasoned your food you know it's it's just <laughs> like and like I remember whenever I was in uni, we had to watch Death Proof and I was like, This is really fucking good. Ah and then this guy in the in the lecture was like, It's just a bunch of girls sitting around chatting. I was like, Have you ever watched a Tarantino film? It's just people talking about guns. <laughs> yeah. Tarantino invented podcasting. It's just very high concept, <laughs> unbelievable looking podcasts and very very violent podcasts. You know what I mean? If we were all in the same room if Tarantino was directing this podcast, we'd be speaking about your podcast, but we'd have hurly bats and we'd just be knocking the fuck out of each other and they'd be playing Earth, Wind and Fire in the background. Or something. Yeah, I was just going to go like, uh, John Travolta, he's there. Uh-huh. But I, I think you're you're definitely on this one there, Heather, with the Tarantino thing, because for me, I'm a Kurt Russell fan, so I adore Death Proof. But when you tell people that, particularly Tarantino fans, they look at you as if you just like pished on a family member do you know what I mean you're like yeah. and as if like it doesn't affect you that I like this film it's not as if I just burst into your house when you're having a yite and just hold it up on my tablet when you're having a shit I'm not invasive I just I like the film but people get very insulted when you say you like Death Proof you know what I mean I don't get it I mean there's a gnarly fucking car crash scene there's lots of feet Kurt Russell yeah is really on the tally of like Tarantino things it's the top yeah it's easy just to slag it because Tarantino's like it's the worst film I've done but it's <laughs> that's still pretty good like do you know what I mean like that's still a very decent <laughs> yeah like it's like if no if a... no one said that you'd be like well that, that's still very good Chris you know what I mean I'm on for I'm like 
first name turns him chris yeah it's it's not like a queen's final year student film level of bad but yeah. is, <laughs> you know is that what you did at university did you do film as well? um i did film with english so i kind of did the most boring parts of yeah. two degrees i did i did film as well Were you, was it queen's or was it yeah, that was lo- it's a lot of bollocks, isn't it? In general, it's, yeah. I know how to read books and I have a lot of opinions about films no one's ever gonna watch. Yeah, I've, I've fallen asleep to films from Ghana. You know what I mean? That's that, was, that was my degree. Just going, oh, this is bollocks. Uh, Jordan, what about you, man? What do you think is the worst type of film fan? Um, I hate people who hate other people's uh, opinions on Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked, buddy. Um. The fandom that I dislike the most, uh, obviously, uh, present company excluded from this, but people who think that the Marvel movies are up there with some of the best movies ever made. Ooh. Yeah. Who's is that? Direct, who was that directed at more so? You. Me, because you know I, I'm a DC guy. Yeah. Oh, that's fair I mean, enough. Like, yeah. Not not just. Uh, Marvel movies, but like comic book movies. Oh yeah, no, I would agree. Like, I'm I'm definitely a DC guy, but when you hear people say that like Thor Ragnarok is up there with like The Godfather and, and Goodfellas and stuff, <laughs> it's such a weird sentence to hear. Like Captain America, the Citizen first of, it. of our generation. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Driving Miss Easy, <laughs> platoon. <laughs> then we got Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. The conversation, Iron Man three, <laughs> <laughs> the lives of others. Captain Marvel, <laughs> they're all similar to you. That's that's no. the, that's the thing though. It's like, particularly you might have remembered this, Helen, from like when you study film in any respect, you always get, and it's the same with music. You always get some dickhead that comes out with the like the, the loosest, most insane metaphor of all time. Will they say something like, you know, Beverly Hills Chihuahua is the fucking, you know, the the Casablanca of dog related films and you're like fuck up jared it's always jared or eugene and you're like mate fuck up the same with music like dead mouse is actually the led zeppelin of of dance music and shush and get out of my garden see i started doing that like ironically in my last year of uni because it pissed loads of people off and i find that very very funny and now i can't stop (laughs) just ingrained in your head Josie and the Pussycats is the best movie ever. Like, <laughs> but, what are you going to do? Fight me on it? But, like, I hate fake people when it comes to films, first and foremost. Like, I don't know if you find this, but you know the people that just have, like, the total film empire, like, film taste? Where it's like, what are your favourite films? Back to the Future, Lord of the Rings. But, but, like, it's just a real, no niche stuff whatsoever. It's always that sort of shit. But, like, when I was doing... Um, film of Queens, you know, they asked everybody what the favourite films were, and it was always like Gone with the Wind was in there, Casablanca, Citizen Kane, shitloads. And then the minute I said Big Trouble Little China, everybody laughed at me, and I was like, Hey, you may fuck up. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm allowed to like Catch what I like. You know, yeah. what I, do you know what I mean? And people were just like, Oh my god, look at that fucking specky lesbian who likes John Carpenter films. And you're like, Here, <laughs> leave me alone, please. Do you know what I mean? Have you killed? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, oh, I don't see the, the problem. That is actually the worst. And when you meet people like that, I yeah, just feel like, sorry that beige, it's beige as fuck. It's beige. It's it's very like, okay, I remember when I read the IMDb top 100 movies for the first time, exactly. but I also didn't base my entire personality on it. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. I thanks very Sorry much. To dunk on Jordan in the chat, but why you gotta do me dirty like this? Um, um, no, uh, like admittedly, like Woodsy, for example, your favorite uh, movie is uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Heather, Harold, and Maud. Jordan. <laughs> I want to say Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I've never seen it. Stop bringing it up. <laughs> have you not seen it right enough? Oh, no, oh my God, Heather. It's get one get of those of movies where like, I have a list where so many people have been like, oh, you haven't seen it? Then I'm like, I'm never, I'm never going to watch it now because you've pissed me off. Yeah. Like, I'm... I, I have an idea of what it's about. I think we actually discussed this, Jordan, before. But like my idea of what it what it's like or what the film's about ended up being like like chicken run. <laughs> <laughs> the lamb shank redemption. That's what and then I think that's even like a wrong like the wrong movie anyway. What's that one where they dig like a tunnel? No, the greatest escape. The greatest yeah. escape. Yeah. yeah. It's what one of the best films of all time, The Great Escape, in the way that obviously you have the sort of Ocean's Eleven-esque vibe where everybody's got their role but the guy who was the forger was going blind and the guy who was digging the tunnel was claustrophobic and you're like <laughs> who fucking designated these roles? The cunt's blind he's sitting there just <laughs> it's perfect it's a perfect rap flicker and it's just some paper. <laughs> they're all underdogs yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean just fucking get the specs to the guy in the tunnel it's just like Ugh. I don't like silly close spaces. I'm in panic attack. <laughs> oh dear. Get me out. Get me out. That's that's what we're trying to do, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> that's the ultimate goal here. Yeah. So when you were last on, Jordan, we spoke about films that you felt were amazing that got critically or generally panned. And your example of that was Jaws 3. What about you, Heather? What's a film that doesn't get the love it deserves? I watched Jaws 3 after you said that, Jordan, and I liked it. Hey, there we go. Yeah, I did like it. Two, two I'm not, people. I'm, I'm not pandering, but like, <laughs> I, I did like it. Like, tough wank, but I got. Of course. <laughs> I, got, I got there in the end. That's um, where me and you are different, Woodsy. I found it easy. <laughs> you don't even get to like the credits, <laughs> and you're knackered, I and you get to when the shark comes to the office. <laughs> you're just lying sprawled out with this pavlova in your chest. You know what I mean? Just... <laughs> So, Heather, you can give me a few examples because I know I'll put you on the spot a wee bit. I think, off the top of my head, Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. Um, <laughs> I love it so much. Everyone in that movie knows what they were cast to do and they did it. Yeah, that's that's true. It was the same you with know? the first one where they're like, this is a kid's film, but you see Sarah M Michelle Gellar's hole so many times in that film and Linda Cardellini's milkers quite a bit and they're like this is a kids film and you're like I can see what she had for lunch Do you know what I mean? <laughs> something for the dad huh? <laughs> something for everybody <laughs> I, this was good. real I, family flake this is good I like this you, know I mean? you get like the old school Northern Irish yeah, dad as a child yeah, yeah no we talked about this on the podcast like uh, a lot of our sexual tastes have all come from <laughs> archetypes <laughs> of Scooby-Doo characters <laughs> okay one of you has to elaborate on that please because I feel like otherwise I'm ringing the police I have never met someone who hasn't been like, yeah, Scooby-Doo too. That's the way I am, why I am the way I am. Yeah, got a, tat <laughs> got a tattoo and everything. It's just full of like bisexual panic. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they called it that, Scooby-Doo. Scooby <laughs> bisexual panic. <laughs> yeah. It's just queer icon Scooby-Doo. That's all, that's my, 
Got that on my gravestone. <laughs> Dagon that hill. <laughs> so you have to, you do have to elaborate about the sexual thing though, about your sexual taste coming from Scooby Doo characters. So is it like if there's a fellow with blonde hair wearing a cravat and bell bottoms, he's getting bucked? I think Fred is the yeah. only exception for me because I don't trust blonde men. Right. But yeah, they're all Nazis. Blonde men who try to grow beards specifically. It just yeah. looks like like flesh colored hair. It's disgusting. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. What about Scrappy Doo? He's a buck. Are you Scrappy? Flappy Doo. The first one. Whenever he gets all muscly, he kind of looks like Joe Rogan. He does, and, 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 you know but I mean? a lot like that's a foot taller. <laughs> that's an insult to Scrappy Doo, to be honest. And saying he looks like Joe Rogan, that guy is just a fucking. <laughs> oh, I I don't like that concept. If I'm being honest. Um, like I, I I find them interesting the the podcasts if there's someone like specifically like uh, a comedian or something um, that I like who's on uh, the Joe Rogan experience I will listen to it but I don't know Joe Rogan just looks like if he was in an animated if he was like voicing an animated character it would be like an angry tumor Yeah. Jones <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe Rogan's just taking over Bill Murray's head. <laughs> oh no. I didn't speak I've, that into being, so it, it doesn't count. I've never actually like listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. So every time I hear him speak, like on like Instagram or whatever, because I follow him just purely for, you know, those um post sauna pictures that he puts up and he just looks like the most wild eyed yeah. freak. <laughs> <laughs> He's always so sweaty. Get yeah. aircon, you're fucking minted but um he's so soft-spoken it unnerves me yeah his voice doesn't match his his appearance at all because like, you know like the angry tumor which could be like a sequel to like just biglow or something couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> from dust till dawn nine <laughs> angry tumor <laughs> and it's a vampiric tumor <laughs> starring adam sandler yeah. As as the tumor and the guy fighting the tumor as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the inception of fucking performances. What what else? Heller sticks out for you is something that doesn't get the love it deserves. Honestly, is it just Scooby Doo too? And you're you're so seventy five percent of Brandon Fraser's filmography. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was gonna be brought up at some point. Yeah, I'm I've a real Fraser head. I've seen on your social media. Funny enough, you're massively. <laughs> into Brandon Fraser. I know what the I don't know what he's done recently outside of Doom Patrol, isn't he in that? But yeah. uh, as someone you've always just loved and then he just seemed to disappear for a while. It's like he went nowhere and he came back nineteen stone heavier, but yeah. still lovable. He's gonna be in a Scorsese movie. Is he? What? Yeah, like his next one, they're filming it now. I can't remember what it's called, but I was like, oh, he's gonna wear a little suit, so he's gonna have a gun. <laughs> Very Benji's directed by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Imagine Scorsese beside him that he would look like a fucking Russian doll. Do you know what I mean? Compared to Fraser, because Brendan Fraser's quite tall as well, hasn't he? Yeah. How how tall is he, Heller? You should know this. Seven five. <laughs> the only people whose heights that I know is Alex Jones, Joe Rogan, and my own, <laughs> and I don't really even know why. And just for pub quizzes, you need it. All the trivia. A trivia Newton John. <laughs> Me but... and the boys. Yeah. We've got to get our heights right for when we eventually meet and ruin the world. 
No, no, what Even I more to... than we already have. <laughs> do you know what I, I do have to say about the Scooby-Doo films that you brought up there? I have only seen Monsters Unleashed once. But weirdly, in terms of casting, it's pretty fucking bang on. Like, it might be up there for me with, like, weirdly, some of the best casting of all time. And it, it's, so it's such good. a statement, but it really is fucking yes. bang on. Like, you're like, Jesus Christ. It's like he ever, I can't remember his name, but he ever did the casting for the Suicide Squad. It was like, never have I ever watched a movie where every 15 minutes I've gone, oh, they're so hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, the most recent one or they're like? Yeah, the most recent one. Yeah, that's fair. Especially the shark. Sylvester oh. Stallone. Yeah, that was, that was a cool wee yeah, role for Stallone. I like that. Um, but I think that like, you know, in terms of like, there's nothing worse than bad casting. Like, I still think of um, uh, Russell Crowe and Les Miserables <laughs> as uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? I can't. Not John Valjean this league. Yeah, what do you call it? Uh, Javert, Javert, whatever he's called. I haven't seen it. Have you not? Have you seen no. anything? Bar Scooby Doo, two and Brendan Fraser's entire vast filmography. Now you mention it, there are some gaps <laughs> between eighty one and twenty nineteen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's talking to he's talking to no one. That's so sad. It's just a doctor yeah. checking up on him. <laughs> my main my main three points of reference for culture is like Bloodsport, Scooby Doo Two, and Dudley Do Right. <laughs> In that order. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? That's a weird movie marathon, but just go with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think it will work. They all have good good soundtracks. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Well, I was gonna bring up soundtracks on this podcast because obviously i quite like music as well i'm one of those people and i was wow. trying i know like this <laughs> guy i'm just heard of it i'm just so interesting <laughs> do you know what i mean but i was i did want to ask both for you personally and again this will probably be something in scooby-doo too or whatever it's probably because usually in scooby-doo films it was always like a pop punk band doing like i want candy or something like that yeah. there it was like good charlotte or simple plan doing <laughs> Grace or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Newfound Glory doing, you know what I mean, the Hills of Connemara or some shit. Um, but for for you, Jordy, by um, best use of songs and films, any stick out? Um, surely it has to be Where Is My Mind by the Pixies in Fight Club. Mm -hmm. I mean, like uh, quintessential ninety. Oh, don't you look at me like that, Heather. Don't you look at me like that. Well, is, is Fight Club another one of those movies? Is it your Shawshank Redemption? I just, I don't trust anyone who ever brings it up. <laughs> That's fair. I don't trust a lot of people, really. I really like on Twitter, uh, on uh, Edward Norton's birthday, everybody wishes Brad Pitt a happy birthday. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. I like that. So where's my mind by the Pixies? Anything else jump out at you? Um... No, thanks for listening, everybody. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't really think. Um, what about you, Heather? While Jordan, keep thinking, Jordy and Heather will chime in with someone from an early Brendan Fraser I film. I think perfect. You know the uh, "Don't Stop Me Now" bit in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, oh, we had to watch no. that as part of our degree. Funny enough, oh, that that whole bit. That's Jeff's a kiss. That's a very good show because I always wonder when I watch that, was there other choices? for songs because it seems so it does seem so easy now when like, you see it but it must have been there could have been like a different tracks in there i'm not saying like the fast food rockers or anything like that but maybe even another queen song and anytime queen's been used in a film most of the time it's pretty good between 
Bohemian Rhapsody and Wayne's World and then anything they did for Highlander you know like he wants to live forever Princess of the Universe that's all very decent in my yeah, opinion because I think your guy Edgar Wright who like the director guy whatever director guy ever yes. heard of them um, he like started out doing music videos and stuff so that's right like, yeah oh the guy's good like man like Baby Driver the entire fucking movie's great yeah that's a really good show Jordy just perked up there for some reason yeah I got <laughs> Just, the word the word baby gets him going that's what he loves kojak just <laughs> have a wife to kojak who loves your baby remember, remember like about 10 minutes ago when i was uh bitching about marvel movies mm-hmm. iron man from iron man that was pretty cool that was Is pretty it? cool yeah dun, 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 dun. Uh, black sabbath yeah, no, whenever people say Iron Man, my first thing that comes to head is like the Iron Giant, so it's always a bit jarring. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not a fun picture, it's notoriously sad. Imagine Downey Jr. voicing the Iron Giant, a different <laughs> sarky bastard. <laughs> that would have been cool, like, I would have enjoyed that. Um, I, I want to put forward, um, what was the one I had? I had a really good fucking example there. Uh, any, say any Queen stuff. Um I might have to come back to it. I had a really good fucking one to suggest as well. Um, what was it? Something. I can't even remember, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep it in mind. But definitely I feel like, you know, like I would say maybe the Shaun of the Dead, Don't Stop Me Now, but might be at least Mount Rushmore level for like it's song one. choice. Do you know what I mean? Because you know? sometimes it just comes across contrived. You know what I mean? Where it's like, trying to be cool it doesn't really fit the scene but you know for like ben affleck's daredevil film all the evanescence stuff and then i think rob zombie did a track with yeah, yeah, Dr- yeah, Dr- the man more without human. fear what's sorry? was it more human than human no it was um it was called the man without fear but it sounded like something from that record um but it had like all the all the evanescence stuff and then you knew all those bands that were like a slightly heavier pearl jam ripoff that had like <laughs> You know, like Seether and stuff like that there. It's like, oh, shit. And you're like, stop trying to be Eddie Vedder, please. You're annoying me. Do you know what I mean? So I think, like, Daredevil have to be one of those. Maybe the Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad. The previous Suicide Squad was like that as well. It was very jarring. Every mm-hmm. time there was an edit, there was a new track. Around, like Eminem, Credence, Action Bronson, and then fucking Dominic Kerwin. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, the Verve. You know I mean? Just going, fucking relax, man. <laughs> Real, like, I've just made a new playlist and I hate every song in it. Skip, 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 skip. <laughs> yeah. I think the death it can be jarring sometimes, but you know, it's always cool for like song choices and when a score and a song comes together, you know what I mean? An example I wanted to give was in Into the Spider-Verse when Miles be- becomes Spider-Man and he takes the leap. They have that sort of hip hop track playing over the like and it melds into the score. That works really well for me. Like, yeah, it was into the Spider Verse was just one of those kind of absolute gems where you're. I I don't think that I wasn't expecting much from it, but it was like after getting out of the cinema, you're like, yeah, okay, go see that again. Yeah, it's like a, a real fuck you to DC because the whole DC Marvel debate. There's usually someone that'll say, well, at least the DC animated stuff for the most part, is very fucking strong. Yeah. But none of them have won an Oscar, whereas they just went, we're going to do Spider-Verse, and it wins the Oscar. Like, yeah. there's a lot of strong DC animated projects, but 
Spider-Verse, yeah, we'll go get an Oscar here, fuck it. Yeah, they, they never get like a, a kind of theatre release or anything like that, it's all direct to DVD. Yeah, I, I can't remember the last sort of big animated thing that even went to cinemas for a wee while, as you said. Bat- Batman and the Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, that got like a limited thing, yeah. and then it kind of got fucked over, even though it's probably the best, maybe. It's, yeah, it's up it's there the for sure. Like. animated stuff, in yeah. my opinion. And then Marvel, just like, we'll do, because bear in mind, pre-Spider-Verse, all the Marvel animated stuff is dog shit. Like, it's so bad. Um, like, uh, the, do you remember Spider-Man and X-Men and stuff like that for the Fox Network? Oh, like, I suppose, like, I'm thinking more like the animated films, like the sort oh, of, yeah, yeah. you know, like Pl- Planet Hulk and all that shit. All good storylines, but just badly adapted. And yeah. if you've ever seen any Marvel animated stuff featuring the Avengers, whoever they get the voice Thor is a fucking psycho. It's like, like Hemsworth kind of has it nailed. He's like, Loki. Other, this guy's like, Loki, you fucking cunt. He's real proper, like, Shakespearean hack. Do you know what I mean? He's like, give me my hammer, you fucking window licker. You know I mean? He's a fucking Egypt, like, honestly, watch him just for whoever does Thor. That guy's like, fucking. I'm trying to think if he reminds He's kind of like if Chris Farley was doing Boris Johnson. <laughs> That's what a live action Thor with Chris the reanimated corpse of Chris Farley yeah. <laughs> but Boris Johnson is the costume <laughs> the costume maker like. yeah. oh, that would be fucking amazing yeah I have to say um, so we, we were all actually in the same room on our way to Stand Hall very recently too how did you find Stand Hall this year how, what about you Heather first because how long have you been doing stand up I actually don't know how long you've um, been at this jazz started 2019 oh right so like right. on and off there and then good thing nothing happened to disrupt the world and <laughs> <laughs> everything we hold dear yeah um and you still didn't yeah. watch shawshank we were in lockdown for 15 months and you still didn't bother your whole watching shawshank <laughs> no. it should, you definitely had the opportunity to... I didn't have the time <laughs> i had so much to do just staring at the wall um i've never actually been to stand hall before so i was like was pretty nifty we set up here boys but um i find it really really weird because like that was my first gig since what last i want to say may mm. so i was like what a way to start yeah like we a load of kids in the woods well, like, the, <laughs> yeah. not a load of kids but enough to kind of make you aware that you're like i have to change 99 percent of my set well that's how most people think but jordy robinson did not he still did abortion <laughs> I think of it as I have not invented these words. I I did not invent the concept of abortion. (laughs) Therefore, I am not held responsible for. Why are you booing me? I'm right. (laughs) No, all I'm doing is holding a mirror up to society. (laughs) A a highlight for me was um, I can't remember who it was, but somebody made like a like reference to like getting engaged or married or something i went woo and this woman leant over to me from the crowd and went you wouldn't like that <laughs> I was like, okay i'm sorry that's you told i'll <laughs> never get married now yeah. just of that one. You, were, <laughs> you were open to marriage and then just some random millie at stanhall was like don't bother your hole and i'm like i know that i'm not there anymore it was a weird it was a weird but kind of good gig because it was advertised like an over 18 thing and then my balls dropped. Sorry. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Fuck marriage. <laughs> do you know what I mean? um, but it was kind of, it's definitely disconcerting to have like 
kids in the front row. So there was, it was weird because when I was watching all usings, you seemed to have parents that were like very much like, oh my God, and covering their child's ears. But then in some cases, the parents were actually explaining the jokes to the kid going, well, we yeah. see, you see, the, an abortion is a procedure, which I can, <laughs> I'm not going to say considered with you, but it certainly <laughs> crossed my mind. <laughs> Your dad, your dad planted the um, seed. Your dad said he was going to pull it. Didn't bother us all. I should have been, (laughs) I should have been wiping my shins with dental wipes. But no, he couldn't fucking pull it in time. And (laughs) so it was weird. And even like, uh, who who did a joke about Bobby Sands? Is that you, Jordy? Was it? Yeah, should have. You know what? He he was like he died for us and he didn't eat anything. You know what I mean? Like like kind of like you when you were born, but in reverse. You know what I mean? (laughs) Nobody no solids. You know what I mean? It was such a weird vibe and like yeah. it, it was just it's very weird it must have been weird for you Jordy, because you obviously of the three of us have the darker stuff i just say stupid puns and people sometimes like it i uh i find it weird i have that this was like my third time doing it mm-hmm. and they fuck me back each time so <laughs> I, there mustn't be any complaints um <laughs> Uh, I, like if you're asking me would i prefer that or just like a normal kind of like comedy club gig Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always going to prefer the comedy club gig just because I think that kind of surrounding, you know, low ceilings, everybody tied in, yeah. uh, you know, perfect breeding ground for COVID. Um, that kind of atmosphere suits me best. Um, but like being out there, I, I'm just like, uh, I'm paid to do this. Let's do it. Uh, and yeah. then I'm off. Like I wasn't putting any stock in the gig. Yeah. That's not to say that Stan Hall isn't good and like the comedy isn't good or whatever because it, not necessarily for me, but for other acts and stuff like that, it's fantastic. Like, yeah, it's it's kind of that thing that comedians deal with, where it's like, how do you find the balance of playing to the crowd in front of you while without compromising what you do? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Where you know what I mean? So why should you? I know, like, when I used to do gigs in Ballymena with Kieran Bartlett in in front of like ninety grannies, he would come out and say cunt like he had minutes to live. And say spastic <laughs> and talk about really niche things like street fighter, either jokes about street fighter, kill switch, engage, and then come off and be like, "What the? F- don't get fucking any laughs there." And you're like, "Funny enough, ninety-five year old Vera has no idea who fucking <laughs> Cannibal Corpse are, and she hasn't seen Ace Ventura when Nature Calls." Like, so funny enough, she's not going to laugh. <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck, mate?" Like, here, she doesn't know <laughs> about infrared. No, she has no fucking idea. That's a difficult one. Like. For for you, Heather, where does Stand Hall feature in terms of all the places you played? Did you did you kick off at like Pavilion when you first yeah. started and stuff? And then what um, else have you done? So where does Stand Hall sort of feature for you? Um, I just I find Stand Hall weird because like you couldn't really hear like any feedback. Yeah. If you know what I mean. So I was like, I don't know how this is going. Just finger gun it out. Yeah. High kick. Get off the stage, baby. <laughs> um, like. I don't know because I've done I've done the pav and then I think my favorite place is either the pav or um, Bennigan's. I oh, like that's... I like a good wee Bennigan's, but um, where's that? What's what's, what's Bennigan's? What's Bennigan's? Chicken um, box. Chicken box down Derry. Oh right, is that what the actual place is called? Yeah, yeah. Bennigan's Jazz Bar. It's so good, but um, okay. I think it's kind of like in the middle. Of the ones I've done, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those ones. I was like the surroundings. I was like, this is really, really good. And then I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's the the right vibe for me. 
That's so Was that your first festival, Heather? Yeah. Interesting. In terms of like actually going, or you mean as like a comedian? As a, yeah, as like gigging at a festival. Yeah, like for gigging it is, yeah. Yeah, My, it, it does I, seem like a cool setup, to be fair. I, I would go even next year yeah. to Stanhold, even if it wasn't yeah. on. I'd maybe, depend on the lineup, maybe check it out, because I still think we should have stayed and went to Flash Harry. That would have been... That would have been class. That would have been amazing. Do you know what I mean? We're creating that scene from Sean yeah. the Dead. <laughs> With glow sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and that eight, eight bottle, ten, eight pound, ten and a harp that we had to get, for fuck's sake. Hey, the, you know, first. it's part of the festival experience. It really is. Look. Um, but my, my, my first uh, festival gig was my first gig back from when I went to live, when I came back from Chicago and Boston, uh, Wakar, uh, Mustafa Saeed, uh, booked me onto the uh, Leitrim Fringe Festival. <laughs> There's a fringe festival in Leitrim, apparently. <laughs> um, I went down for two nights, and the first night was fantastic. I did, like, it was 10 out of 10, great. The second night I went down and I'm like, this comedy thing's so easy. Uh, I'm going to go down here and uh, there's going to be a, a big time uh, agent and I'm going to get signed and I'm going to move into a house with Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan and all those people. And uh, it was one of the worst gigs I've ever done in my fucking life. Yeah, that's so Always. As, as soon as you start to go, I think I've got a handle on how to do stand up. Your next gig will be horrendous and people will fling champ at you from a distance and you're like where, where did you bring champ did you order champ from a qr code Honestly, on the table <laughs> i wouldn't if it was like in wrapped in, in in a package i'd be like thank you very a consolation much consolation prize if ever i've heard one <laughs> I, I would be shit gig concerned. but champ in my pockets it's a win for me i i would be too concerned to eat unknown champ like if the oh, I'll, I'll eat whatever a, because like i someone has ejaculated into that champ if they give it to me and go like have at it i i naturally assume they've ejaculated into it. <laughs> the <laughs> jordan robinson like... story <laughs> i naturally assume <laughs> that's definitely the most that's basically a new character for you jordy the culture date rapist where they just spike champ <laughs> <laughs> When I actually find out my dad's not my real dad, I was like, I just assumed like you ejaculated. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the um, sock oh, is crunchy. I just assumed <laughs> you ejaculated. This pavlova is lovely. Ah, oh, it's not even. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the culture date rapist just knocks you out from behind with a big thing of turf, and then you wake up with wearing dungarees and a sore arse. Yeah. <laughs> like that's weird i wasn't wearing a super dry jacket when i went to bed <laughs> <laughs> you've got the the, the the arse end of a rake in a place that you didn't expect do you know what i mean <laughs> what's, what's this tattoo john deere <laughs> <laughs> why have i got the lyrics to wagon wheel in arabic on my chest <laughs> <laughs> oh my god worst night of my life st patrick's day 2012 i think i think it was 2012 so i was at a halloween party and some fucking random guy he came in and put 16 different covers of wagon wheel into the spotify queue and didn't tell anybody <laughs> and, and then we were like wait what the fuck's going on here there was like an opera version of it and all this shit but then anytime anyone went near the phone to like change it he was like no no <laughs> 
How many versions of Wagon Wheel is there? Andre Ray, you. Too many. I say 16, but there was probably more. <laughs> 16 was the point when we managed to wrestle that ox cord away. I'm just thinking of all the artists now who maybe contributed a cover of, of that spot, like Outcast, Bowie, Prince, <laughs> the Venga Boys, Chico, Chesney Hawks. Yoko Ono. <laughs> Yoko ono. <laughs> Dido. Morris Day and the time. Dido with a, the very fucking grim version of it. You know what I mean? Fuck me. It's like eight minutes long. It's just her screaming about the lack of jam. And <laughs> there's also uh, the 1999 Ipswich team did a charity release of Wagon Wheel in aid of Greater Roman Seeds Hospital uh, for sick children. Don't forget that one. Oh, really? How much money do you reckon they made for charity? You pay them 20, the fuck up, do you know I mean? 25 quid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of, of football, by the way, now I wasn't at this, but when we went to Stand Hall, I had Alan on the podcast a few days later, so we spoke about what you guys got up to before we drove down to Stand Hall. Now, I wasn't at it, but I'd be keen to get your takes on the the lunatic safari that you went on before <laughs> we went to Stand Hall. Jordan, you first. Now, Heather, correct me if I'm wrong, but was that your first ever football match? It was. You got so lucky. Oh, <laughs> I had a very fun time. <laughs> so basically what we went to was like a, a kind of, uh, you know, the way they uh, like Dave and Aaron had that sketch, Nordy Shore. Uh, this is the Nordy Shore equivalent of the old firm <laughs> because <laughs> it was Bally McKesh Rangers against ba- uh, Belfast Celtic. Uh, Clash of the Titans in the first round of the Irish Cup. Um, And we, I drove down by myself and I met you guys there. So it was uh, Heather, me, uh, Alan and Ronan. And what, like, I I didn't, I wasn't here for this part, but what happened with the groundskeeper and Ronan throwing an apple or something like that? Like, as soon as we'd, like, made it on to, like, the right bit to, like, go up to the ground, like, the parking place, Ronan just chucked a fucking apple core out the window, and these guys were like, hey, 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 wait, what? Get back here. Like, he'd been holding this apple core for, like, fucking half an hour, like, trying to feel, like, where can I throw this that it's kind of, like, for the birds kind of a thing, and then as soon as he did it, it was like... I I have to say as well, even when you were... Obviously, we were in a Facebook Messenger group, and I, I couldn't go... Well, I actually could have, but I thought I was going to be more hungover than what it was. So that's why I said no, because I didn't want to pull out. But um, just the idea of, like, I, I knew the vibe that you were going into for the matches. Like, this is going to be like Phoenix Knights, ga sort of club. <laughs> um, and then I was like, how is Ronan Linsky going to fit into this environment? Like, the rest of you can kind of get along. But Ronan Linsky is a surprised. He's like a human tribute to Wes Anderson films. Like, he's the Grand Budapest Hotel on... <laughs> You know what I mean? He is. He probably showed up in like a bath a bathtub on wheels. You know what I mean? Listening to fucking Bjork on a, on a Walkman. Although there was like a really really old guy there with a mullet as well, so we were like, oh, "Father!" Yeah, yeah. There was a, there's actually a photo of Ronan and the old guy as well. Oh really? Yeah, double denim mullet fucking beautiful the can uh, the canadian tuxedo yeah. um but yeah no it, it finished 2-1 bally mccash rangers sending off uh, a lot of sectarian hatred um it was great it was great 
I, I don't know. So Ballymacaff Rangers are based out of like Lisbon or something like that. Yeah. And uh, they were, like we were shot between them and the Belfast Celtic fans. <laughs> the real which, buffer zone. <laughs> I picked the seats and I regretted it as soon as I did it. I was like, oh no. Um, but then they started like whistling that song about Bobby Sands and you're just like, hey, <laughs> Ooh, remember where you guys are. <laughs> That's a yikes from me, dog. <laughs> Oh my my favorite, um, my favorite part was there was this guy. I don't know if Alan said you about it, but the guy with the really angry neck. <laughs> oh fuck me! And he was like properly like, like stomping around and stuff. And then there was just this guy from like the Celtic side of the stands was like, "Here, is that a hamburger in your mouth, you fat bastard?" And he just sat down. <laughs> he felt so dejected. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> like a puppy when you tell it off. <laughs> He's just pissing everywhere, and then oh. just, I, I hope to see him in the next round. If he's not there, I'm going to be annoyed. I, I want to hear that guy on your podcast. Do you know what I mean? Just him talking about Michael Collins. <laughs> 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 it's, that's the only that bloody Sunday, and one and one of the Rambo's. That's his like all the films. He's he's probably seen Shawshank, but <laughs> he's in fucking Macabre. I'll he's, that one out. he's a poster of fucking. Philomena Begley on the wall and he's <laughs> scraping behind it. <laughs> he's like, all those people that I just imagine from what you just described there, it's just proper, like, almost like going back in time. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously your setting was very old school where it was like, there's probably not even a till behind the bar and it's probably got like you know, those highlighter colour like stickers for like pints two pound do you know what I mean like really old school mm. if you got a round in the barmaid would be like you know what I mean like having to like calculate it herself Decky, <laughs> yeah. get that abacus would you and then... <laughs> there's like Decky, a, a sundial in the back <laughs> kick off uh, yeah Ronan Ronan uh, went up to a um, shipping container where the bar was yeah. and asked if he could pay for what was it like uh, room temperature bottles of Budweiser with card <laughs> yeah <A> homosexual <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there was um, I, I can't even remember what game it was was on the TV like it was like this really dodgy stream they came down and were like here's the remote if it freezes press up up down down right yeah. okay <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, like, like, it's like a PlayStation cheats or something. Yeah. <laughs> playing Spyro the Dragon. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Wanted to watch United against Leeds. So like, so that was actually your first football experience, Heller. I mean, yeah. would would you go back? Would you go to the next oh, the next game for sure? Fucking a hundred percent. I had a great time. Like between like Alan's like he has one of those like watches. I don't know if it's a Fitbit or whatever, but like. It kept just being like, it looks like you're running. It looks like you're doing a co- core workout because he was just pissing himself laughing so much. <laughs> but like on mine, like you could like the heart rate monitor was like, boop. I was like, oh, something, something funny happened there. <laughs> boop. <laughs> it's like 160 <laughs> beats per minute. You know? Sectarian chanting, that was that. <laughs> <laughs> that's their that's their workout. You know what I mean? They do like Joe Wick style, like 30 seconds. Of screaming abuse and then just take a wee break <laughs> and then straight back into it. coconut water, just a bounty flung into a deep rubber rock and just <laughs> drink away. <laughs> Fuck <sake. laughs> Oh my god. Can I ask then before we actually wrap up too? Um, outside of gigs, Valerie's been out 
having a wee party, having a few drinks post-COVID? Because I want to get your take on post-COVID drinking. Yes. Yeah, what's your vibe, Heather? Developed no regard for my liver. I, I find it weird having, like, going and sitting down and then, like, obviously you have to put your mask on when you're going to the loo, but I'm like, that kind of, I'm like, I'm sitting breathing in this room anyway. Yeah, and oh, that's fair enough. Like yeah. I, like I get it, and I'm, yeah. I do it, but I'm like, but I'm breathing all over this table and everything, and like everyone else is breathing the same breathing stuff. Yeah, oxygen, I believe breathing, it's called. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want to get technical, oxygen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the scientists <laughs> among us, I'm fucking, a woman in STEM. <laughs> the, the Mansa girl here, fucking dishing out the, <laughs> the yeah, real the galaxy brain energy coming from this. And Carol Vorderman on the podcast this week, mate. Um, I fucking love table service, though. I yeah. never want it to end. My yeah. God, it's very fun. It's very weird, actually. I find us uh, at the pavilion on Monday, Jordy. You know, because obviously they dim the lights during the show. Uh, mm-hmm. as to, to sort of highlight the act obviously and you feel so bad for the bar staff just walking through the dark going hey, I ordered a Guinness excuse me <laughs> and everybody's like sort of paying attention to the, the open mic comedy where it's like obviously the first time doing comedy like first time I had sex you're like oh good no one's ever mm-hmm. done that like, hey, I ordered a Guinness and it turns out it's like some cunt at the other end of the room they're like sorry yeah. sorry, sorry about that <laughs> so so we're just dancing about in the dark with these di- like glow in the dark daiquiris just being like just like, just like uh, playing pinball just like dancing from the side <laughs> he, he ordered the champ he ordered the... did he ordered... anyone ejaculate into this champ while I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> yes it's, it's gluten free semen so don't worry you're all good <laughs> proper semen from an celiac so you know there's no gluten <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dear. oh my god it's there's no nobody worse in, in life than celiac people like i would take i would go for pints to someone from isis quicker than a celiac do you, know I mean? do you also read like gluten-free stuff on many says girlfriend bread I'm like, oh wow, okay, we get it. Rub it in my face. Even this bread has a significant other. It's very progressive. It's very progressive. Do you know what I mean? I I don't know. It's I I don't mind the principle being celiac. I know people that are don't eat gluten for just health reasons, which is fucking very pretentious. But it's like they just grab the menu straight away and look as if like it's still a taboo thing to be celiac in twenty twenty one. You know what I mean? We're like, yeah, there's yeah. enough, like, there's enough people in nineteen forty Germany. Like. Yeah, because that's the thing. Everybody who's celiac acts as if they're literally the only person in the world that suffers from it. Do you know what I mean? When they're just like, no, you see, I'm celiac, and you're like, I don't, I don't care. You'll be fine. Do you know what I mean? We've yeah. all had the shits. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not that big of a deal. We're mad enough to admit it. Yeah. Sometimes Gluten's some, delicious. Sometimes you'd be glad of the shit. You're like, at least you know you're empty. Yeah, good clear out like. It's not like you have a normal yite and then an hour later you're like, I, I have to go again. That's an, <laughs> another shower I have to take and I have to repaint the bathroom again. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I just doubled that like twenty minutes ago. Fuck. <laughs> I've never <laughs> it's fucking mad. It's it's good to be back doing gigs again. So what is it what have you got coming up to plug? Um, I'm doing the pav next Monday. Delicious stuff. <laughs> a treat I am dream. also doing the pav next Monday. <gasps> we should be friends. We are already, Heather. We do a podcast together. We're already friends. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Getting> on <laughs> podcast does not make you friends. You're you're a means to an end. You're. <laughs> 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 I had to edit. Well, 
do I? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. I might, um, I might try and go to that. Actually, actually. Yeah, no, it's a bar one person who I'll talk to you after this stops recording. Um, it's possibly one of the best lineups the Pavs had in a good long while. Like, oh really? It's yeah. me, isn't it? It's oh, not. No. <laughs> um it's just i don't want to be a dick on a podcast but um, <laughs> too late jordy if you're listening to this and you're on the lineup you know who you are yeah <laughs> you know what you did um anything else heather i feel like i'm, I'm it's my podcast now would you, any other uh, gigs coming up there heather no i think i think i've just got the pav Very sweet good. old pav our lord and savior old faithful what about you jordy you're in labs tonight which Lavery's- is ir- irrelevant because this won't be uploaded in time. So, but I like to let people know I'm busy. Jesus yeah. Christ! Uh, so like Lavery's- literally every at the end of every fucking Pop Colonel episode, he's like, "Oh yeah, really specifically this one date, I'm going to be d- here." And you're I'm, like, d- I'm doing an open mic in Sierra Leone next like week, next year. <laughs> Jordy, not fussy with the gigs. You know what I mean? Going, go, uh, I going, will- going to the Philippines to open for the Rolling Powder or heavy something d- like Heavy D and the Boys. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Lavery's tonight, uh, on Sunday, I'm doing a, a gig in the deer's head for, uh, it's a fundraiser for East Belfast GAA. Oh, very days. Nice. Very days. Uh, then I'm in Straban, Corian, and there's one other one that I'm blanking on at the minute. Oh, yeah. Sunflower, Sunflower. Yeah, very days. And then your limelight show, what, like, how can people get tickets to that? I'll fire the link uh, in the... Cluster.ie. Um, they're up there now. Uh, there's not a low ticket warning uh, because there hasn't been enough sold. Um, so... <laughs> but when you get to that stage, so there'll be a low the, ticket warning. We're in there slowly, but, but one ticket at a time. Yeah. Uh, the 25th of uh, February uh, in Limelight 1. Uh, tickets available on Ticketmaster.ie. If you just look up Jordan Robinson yeah, Pinman, just Google it. I always always feel weird asking people to like plug their shit. I'm like, just Google the guy's name yeah. and look for the <laughs> place that you want to go see him, and you'll get somewhere. Uh, I'm also doing a work in progress show before the actual show down in the Brickwork in Derry on the 11th of November, right, and Heather is opening for me. That's me! Yeah. Wow! You looked very surprised. Like. <laughs> I hope this isn't news because we've talked about Just so you know, too. Like, I, obviously, I, I'm from very close to Derry. I will say this the champ is very nice down there. So be aware <laughs> that pre or post ejaculation, it's going to be buttery. Utterly mm. butterly. Slaughterly. <laughs> It's gonna be... so many possible names for this podcast yeah, I, know, I, know. I can't settle um, then Heather where where can people find your social meds and where can people find Pop Kernels I am at Bad Sweet Girl on every single social media platform that you could ever have the popping and locking means it's true um, and Pop Kernels is on wherever all your favourite podcasts live and there's also a stupid sexy podcast if you like the Simpsons but don't want to watch season 14 plus we'll do it for you and we'll die along the way that's in great. honor in front of this cast happy days i think we should try and end this episode the way that we i can't remember if we were recording but we were attempting the what's that dance called is there a name uh, for yeah, it it's the electric wave the electric wave is it's called oh, a, it the it's called the champ wank that's what it's called <laughs> so i know I so thanks thanks very much to both fees for coming on and we'll we'll do that to finish thanks very much very nice cool i'll just i'll just leave that there you don't have to respond you know what i mean 
Just kidding. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Busy doing it. yeah. And then go see these people do stand up, listen to their podcasts. And because you still doing injury time with Darren, you still doing, still doing injury time yeah. and pop kernels. Uh... Unreal. Unreal. Anderson. Let's do the, the champ wank dance to finish. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. Goodbye, Take it easy. everybody. All the best. We're like fucking Bye. just sectarian lava lamps. It's the weirdest screensaver I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I know. This is a gif waiting to happen, isn't it? <laughs> Save your document. Do you know what I mean? My arms are tired. <laughs> I was about to say it's actually quite relaxing. Do you know what I mean? Like this could be like you know, if you just play this on a loop in the Galgorm. Do you know what I mean? Oh uh, dear. <laughs>